Today's review on Stop Reading That is the British fanzine Invasion of the Sad Man Eating Mushrooms. Hey, welcome back to Stop Reading That. So today's zine has the second best title that I've run across. It is Invasion of the Sad Man Eating Mushrooms. Now, the best zine title that I have seen so far is Mentally Penetrated with an Acid Enema. But Invasion of the Sad Man Eating Mushrooms is a very close second. And today's review is later than normal because I was a about to, well, I was in the process of recording it, and then I, you know what, this was going to be the first zine that I had given a, a, just an honest-to-God negative review, and I was in the middle of recording said negative review when I kind of realized that I wasn't entirely sure why I was doing so. See, in the two issues that I've read, I think there was one really false note. But aside from that, if you don't look very closely, it, it, the zine seems very scattered. It seems that it doesn't have a really strong thread running through it. But I really realized on a second look through that I was staring at the trees and missing the forest. And really, aside from having interesting things to talk about, I think that Invasion of the Sad Man Eating Mushrooms could actually be a very useful zine nowadays. Now, Invasion of the Sad Man Eating Mushrooms, which I'll call Invasion from now on just to keep it short, is a British zine from the early 90s, and it is sort of kind of horror-themed. One of the things that I have gotten really used to as far as horror fanzines go is they often kind of drift from that territory. There's usually the overall horror theme, then there's the subgenre, and your, your fanzines usually will deal with a subgenre. But they usually don't even stick to that. And Invasion definitely goes outside the genre a number of times. And if you're like me before I gave it a second look, that can seem like it's detracting from the zine a bit. But what Invasion does really well is it's not so much about the genre as it is about creating a platform. And I think that's a really useful thing. Unfortunately, I only have issues 1 and 7, so there's a lot of content that I'm missing. Um, even when I was reading it, it makes reference to older issues, and I realized there was a lot going on that I didn't know. As always, if someone knows where to find some of these older back issues, just uh, let me know in Twitter. That's at SpatularGene, at SpatularGene, by the way. Now, the editorial for Invasion is called Let the Invasion Commence, and I'll read you a couple paragraphs from it. It says, Oh, the moment of truth. You've bought the damn thing, and now you're stuck with it. Do you read it, bin it, or excrete on it? Whatever the case, it seems you have purchased what we in the fandom world call a great steaming monster of a turd. You should have bought that other zine when you had the chance. 
Never mind, just consider the blood, sweat, and tears we and oh so many contributors have put into this venture. Now is not the time for regrets. Take your slippers and your pipe, pull up your comfy chair and your favorite fluffy cushion. Sit back, relax, and enter the colorful fungi-infested world of the sad man eating mushrooms. And he or, he or she, probably a he, handles business for a bit. Uh, yeah, it would be a he. Um, handles business for a bit, and then I'll get to the last paragraph. And this, this is kind of telling. Hell, once you've read this, you'll probably think you can come up with something more inventive and entertaining. Why not prove it by sending your comments, ideas, and suggestions to our forthcoming letters page? You could end up with your name in the credits if you pull a smart article out of your hat or a string of flags from your rectum. Finally, an apology. Sadly, this time around, we're unable to dish out free issues to our major contributors. We hope to rectify this problem in the near future. Eh, it was a pound fifty. It's not that expensive. I think it's time you moved on. What are you waiting for? Get reading. We'll be back in time for the festive season, probably. Until next time, then, all the best. Now, the first section, or the first issue, has a section on various video nasties, which are the uh, videos that have either were either banned or censored in Britain. It's got a section on older monster movies, everything from the 1933 King Kong to uh, Roger Corman's Attack of the Crab Monsters. It has a section, actually an essay entitled, I'm Not Insane, I'm Just Queer, which is about the serial mur uh, child murderer Albert Fish. So if you're into serial killers, that guy is always an extremely unpleasant subject. Oh, and I forgot to mention, uh, Invasion has very cool artwork. It's got kind of an angry mushroom motif going, and there is a comic called Bigger Than Hitler by Graham Clark, who's kind of a, a he's, he's kind of a big name in these fanzines. Uh, you see other big names, including uh, Jim McLennan and... Darren Faulkner. There, you just you see these names popping up. There's an original fiction section. Aside from the standard movie reviews, there are book reviews. There are classified ads, and there's even a section called Padded Cell, which is a contribution from a reader. And this is sort of what I've been getting at in a roundabout way when it comes to Invasion is that this is a fanzine in which the um, the proprietors and the contributors to other fanzines have come together and sort of compiled their efforts. And this must be where they're getting their, their reader contributions, at least at this early stage. And issue number seven uh, proceeds in much the same way. There's an interview with Stephen Gallagher. There's a, a very nice section on on Clive Barker's filmography. Just remember that this is the early 90s, so at this point, Candyman is still scheduled to come out. God, which makes me feel really old. I did mention that in the two issues I, I read, there was one big false note, and that's a piece on John Stagliano, who is a porn director otherwise known as Buttman, and it is complete with pictures of butts. And while I certainly don't have a problem with zines that discuss pornography, because for better or for worse, it's part of our culture, 
I don't like it when it seems that people are doing that to try to get readers. Now, by issue number seven, they have really amped up the reader solicitations. They're really soliciting uh, material from all over the place. And they have even started an amateur film review section where, where independent theaters can host amateur movies and those movies get reviewed in the zine. And this is where the review kind of comes in. Because I know I keep mentioning this, but this is in uh, probably around 1992 when issue number seven came out. And I think we've kind of gotten used to the idea that if we want to get in touch with a community of people who are interested in the same things as us, we just turn on our computer or turn our phones on or open, turn our tablets on and we can go on Facebook, we can go on Twitter, we can go on Reddit, we can go on YouTube and we can just start talking to people. And I know this is about the time that people in the US started getting America Online. I don't know what it would have been in, over in England. But this was a time when creating your communities took a little more footwork than it does today. And this is just an aside, but it was really funny the other day. I was on, I was on Twitter and one of the bigger BitChute users was complaining that he had just gotten a community strike on YouTube, which meant that he couldn't stream for several months. And he made some comment about how if the social media companies keep censoring speech that they don't like, we might have to go back to producing zines again. And I know he was joking, but I definitely think that there could be worse things in the world than having to go out and create one of these communities from scratch. And hell, if people started making zines again, at least I'd be avant-garde for once. But this is why I think that you don't have to be a fan of horror or a fan of gory things or a fan of distasteful subjects to find some use in Invasion of the Sad Man-Eating Mushrooms because it shows how a few people started contacting other people and soliciting contributions and just building a thing around sort of a general common interest. And I know that really around the world, people are still making these things and often around much more serious subjects than horror fiction. But this is a very good example of a group of people getting together in the analog world and creating something without either murdering each other or even doxing one another. So I recommend looking at it just to see the way that A, that it is organized, and B, how the people who created this thing organized others. So that is my review, and now tomorrow is the 4th of July. Um, I'm probably not going to be recording an episode just because we're probably going to be doing something. I don't know what. Doesn't really matter, but it'll probably involve food and fireworks. I hope you all have a happy and safe 4th, and uh, that includes people who are not in the United States. I hope your July 4th is uh, a very good day even if you have to work. So if I don't talk to you tomorrow, I'll probably be back on Thursday. Give me a follow on Twitter. Check out Invasion of the Sad Man Eating Mushrooms. You might find something in it that is really interesting anyway. But also check it out for the reasons that I mentioned. 
All right, everybody have a great night. Goodbye.